Welcome to People with Purpose. So many people are looking for meaning, but they don't know where to start. Imagine a world where everyone could just get their purpose out of them and then actually make it happen. I'm David Roberts, and I believe that we all have a purpose, and with focus and a little help, people with purpose make a difference. And this show is where these stories come to life. Hello, hello, and welcome to People with Purpose. Now, there's a quote that talks about competition. And the quote says, the only person you should compete with is the person that you were yesterday. The only person you should compete with is the person you were yesterday. Now, this is a comment that's really, really helpful as an individual uh, from the point of view of avoiding uh, unnecessary comparisons and uh, validating yourself constantly against other people. But what about in a business context? You know, if you're in business, you're going to encounter competition. Now, I love competition. Competition is great. It means that you're in a market that's uh, active, where there's a problem that needs to be solved. It means that more than one uh, business has uh, got an idea about how to solve that problem. It means there's an opportunity. But competing with others can be challenging and uh, it can be a real real problem when you feel like you're being uh, taken over by your competitors or beaten by your competitors uh, in the market. And you can forget that actually the only uh, personal business really that you should be competing with is, is the business that you were yesterday. And it can cause a stress for you, you know, losing orders uh, and for your people as well, the morale of your people, you know, feeling like other companies are copying your products, uh, stealing a march on you so you're losing ground, um, and maybe sometimes even uh, taking your people off you uh, with attractive offers and, uh, and short-term uh, benefits. Uh, so that can all be really stressful for, for you as a, as a business owner. So how can you um, remember that actually the person you're competing with is who you were yesterday um, and uh, compete more effectively in the market that you're in. Well, there are one, two, three, four, five, six, six things. <laughs> I've got six things uh, that you can do on a list here uh, to, uh, to, to help you to uh, get your head straight about competition recognize that it's a good thing and uh, really go after it. So the first one, so thing number one uh, is, to, is to really know yourself. So who are you as a business? What do you stand for and what do you stand against? You know, what is your brand all about? I mean, the clearer that you can be about what you stand for and what you stand against, the more effectively you can communicate uh, with your customers, uh, the more effectively you can uh, really kind of know yourself and your position in the market uh, and define your value and, and, and how you solve the problem uh, that you're in existence to, to, to solve. So the risk of not really knowing or understanding yourself is that you end up in a situation where you, you're a bit vague, uh, you're not easily understood, and you, know, you can put messages out into the market which... Uh, seem really generic and, and don't really have any impact. 
So knowing yourself is is really really key. You know, are you a, a cost leader? Uh, are you uh, brilliant uh, in operations and delivering great service? Um, is it a really tight niche that you that you focus on um, and a really specific pr- problem that you solve? Or are you like a big innovator, you know, and it's all about product. Uh, so, so really understand who you are, what you stand for, and how you, uh, you go about solving the problem that you solve in the world. And if you can work that out, you can then use your difference uh, to learn how to handle competition in business, because it will always be there if you're in a market that needs what you do. So that's number one is is know yourself, who you are, what you stand for, what you stand against. The second thing is to know your customers. Now, this sounds like a really obvious thing to say, but so many businesses uh, don't really understand who their customers are or know enough about them. So the first thing you can do to really know your customers is to define who your ideal customer is. They're really the kind of the core focus for your business. And if you can channel your energy and your uh, your resources on uh, really honing in on your ideal customer, then um, pretty much everything else then can potentially uh, fall into place behind that. And, you know, there's key things that you need, really. So data. So what information have you got about your customers if you've worked out who your ideal customer is what information have you got about them you know what 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 what's worrying them what's what what's what are their demographic profiles uh, where are they where do they hang out um you know really start to collect that data you can have a like a crm tool or or something like that. Uh, make sure if you're collecting customer data, uh, you're fully compliant with uh, with da- data protection and uh, and information uh, management. But yeah, really focusing on on how you capture information about your your customers. That data can really help you uh, with some really great insight into into what they want, how they behave, what they're looking for. Then there's the human touch. So uh, how do you communicate with your your customers? How do you get to know them and then stay in touch with them, you know, build relationships? Do you ask them what it is they need you to do? A very, very simple uh, thing that you can do with your customers is to ask them what you should stop doing, what you should start doing, and what you should continue doing. And those simple questions one, give you great insight into what you're doing well and, and what perhaps you're doing that you don't need to do, but also into what they need from you. And if you can find that out, then you can really begin to incorporate that into how you uh, develop products and services and how you relate to them. The other thing that that does actually is it, is it helps your customers to know that you care about what they, what they think. Uh, and how they're feeling and uh, and what their challenges are. You're actually showing that you're interested. And again, so few businesses actually ask their customers these simple questions. So if you can ask those questions, understand what it is they need from you, um, and build the relationships, then that will help you then to deliver real value 
to those ideal customers. And when you start doing that, they'll let you know and they'll let other people know as well. So if you know your customers well and you've got those relationships, then also make sure they've got a way to um, to tell other people about the things that you're doing for them. So whether that's you know Google reviews or Trustpilot or uh, feedback or you know surveys or, or whatever it might be, um, make sure that you're empowering your customers to talk about the good things that you do for them and giving them a voice. Uh, so that's that's really important. So number one know yourself. Number two, know your customers. Step number three, bearing in mind we're talking about competitors, uh, it's probably worth understanding them. So know your competitors. Uh, so examine the marketplace that you're in. Uh, like I say, if you're in a marketplace where there are competitors, that's good. You know, you're in a place where people need what you have to offer. So take a really hard look at the things that your competitors are doing. You know, what are they doing in their relationships with customers? Uh, and how do they sell? What's their story? Uh, what are their products and services? Do a bit of benchmarking. It's important to look at your direct competitors, but also to look at uh, alternative products or alternative solutions for the problem that you solve. Um, and if you're doing this bit of research and analysis on, on the market, then it can help you with your uh, innovation uh, process, which we'll come back to uh, in a tick. And it will also help you to anticipate what they might do. So if your competitors are on your radar, you can see when they're building up to a launch uh, or when they're launching a new uh, marketing campaign. Uh, it's important not to get preoccupied with them because remember, you're competing with the business that you were yesterday uh, uh, as a priority. Uh, but helping you to um, anticipate uh, what they might do next helps you to anticipate where the market might be going. It might help you to see where there's a new uh, challenge that customers uh, for your products or services are experiencing that you might also be able to help them with. So that's number three is understand your competition. Uh, number four is to know your message. So if you know yourself really well, it should be pretty uh, straightforward then to take that on to really uh, crafting that into a clear message that articulates the problem that you solve uh, for your customers in a really clear way. And a good way of looking at this, especially in a sort of a competitive uh, context, is to look at what sets you apart. Now, people talk about USPs, unique selling points, um, and, um, and sometimes businesses focus on just the one. You know, what's your key USP? But actually, if you can identify three, three key things that set you apart, then it's very, very unlikely that any of your competitors will, will hold all three of those. So if it's about service, if it's about your people, if it's about the products that you offer, um, whatever it might be, uh, but if you can look at what really sets you apart and how you, it might be how you source your products. It might be um, an angle to your company's story um, and the reason why you exist as a business that that really sets you apart. Then that can really help you uh, in articulating your message to your customers. And it's very, very important to remember when you're putting your message out there that it's not about you. 
You know, nobody wants to hear about how brilliant you are. Uh, what people need to hear is what result it is that they will get from working with you. So to attract customers, uh, your business needs to have a really clear message. Your customers and your customers of the future will want to know what you can do for them that no one else can. And that is how you will win their business. So that's number four, is to know your message. Now, number five, now potentially this is the most important one. Uh, number five is to know your people because the products and services that you offer are only as good as your team. Now, you may be in a business that's a team of one, but most businesses, pretty much all businesses, are working with uh, virtual teams or partners uh, to solve the problem that their customers have. So uh, make sure you know your team. It might not seem like the most obvious thing uh, to do when you're looking at how do you, how do you handle uh, the competition, uh, but it really is fundamental because your people are your business. Your people who are interacting with your customers on a daily basis, a weekly basis, um, they are the people that really kind of represent your brand uh, and they will live your message. They will, um, they will live at what it is that you stand for and what you stand against. So if you can look after your people, uh, enable them to really get involved in, in developing um, either your processes or your products um, and uh, really empower them in the relationships that they have with your customers, then they'll then take ownership of that. They'll buy into not just the vision, but how the vision uh, comes to life. And remember that people buy from people. So uh, giving your people uh, these opportunities means that they will continue to buy from you, i.e. staying part of your team. Um, and also uh, your customers will continue to buy from them. So that personal touch is crucial. Uh, and really taking the time to celebrate the wins um, and uh, to maintain that relationship with your people uh, and stay in touch with them is crucial. The other thing about this as well is it gets you into a conversation with your people who may be feeling the brunt of the competitive pressure. And be real about it. You know, If you're good, you will be targeted by your competition. It's a compliment. So if you can be confident but not complacent and focus on the service as well as on the product that you offer, be easy to do business with, then that will enable your people to be confident but not complacent. And also it'll make their lives easier as well. If you're easy to do business with, it stands to reason that it's going to be easier for your people to give the service, create the products, make things happen for your customers in a way that really uh, adds value. So helping your people find happiness and pride in their work leads to real dedication and you know, you, you're on a team, everyone playing their part. And this, like I say, possibly the most important thing because this is where you can really uh, beat your competition. It's totally in your control. And point number six is to keep innovating. So the world doesn't stand still. It's continually changing. Customers' demands are continually moving, increasing, 
Now you've got to stay awake because what worked yesterday might not work tomorrow. So really constantly iterating, innovating, whether it be in your products, whether it be in your service that you offer, whether it be to uh, make your uh, processes more efficient, whatever it is, and that links again to what you stand for and what you stand against. If you can keep innovating in that area in a really focused way, delivering more value, using your insight from what competitors are up to, using your insight that you get from the stop, start, continue questions that you ask your customers to uh, feed into how you can continually improve what it is that you do, then uh, that will enable you to remain in control of where you are, your destination and your direction so that you can uh, beat the competition in every single day uh, with the new, with the different um, and with the, you know, the evolving service that you offer that really stays relevant and has continual impact for your customers. So they're the six steps. Know yourself, uh, know your uh, customers, understand the competition, know your message, uh, know your people, and then keep on innovating. And just remember, the only business you are competing with is the business that you were yesterday. So don't try to be everything to everyone. Instead, be the only thing to the right ones. Hold on to what sets you apart and stay focused on that. Stay focused on giving those loyal customers the best possible experience and create evangelists for your brand. And stay focused on giving your loyal people uh, the empowerment and the opportunity to keep moving things forward and create ambassadors for your brand as well. And if you or your, or your people find yourself getting frustrated with you know, competitors attacking you, just remember that it's the highest form of compliment that you can get. And like I say, the only business you're competing with is the business you were yesterday. So I hope that's helpful. Thanks for listening to People With Purpose. Uh, and I look forward to seeing uh, and speaking with you again soon. Thanks for listening to People With Purpose. I hope you've enjoyed the show and are enjoying going on this journey. Please remember to like and subscribe and give us a five-star review. Uh, tell all your friends. And if you're interested in finding out more about any of the things we've covered in this episode of People With Purpose, just get in touch. All the details are in the show notes. Thanks. Bye.